Hello and you're very welcome to this podcast. My name is Owen Colgan. Thanks for tuning in. What are you up to for the day? Are you around town? Today's Saturday and it's a bit rainy outside. It reminds me of uh, back in the 90s when I used to watch Ryan Gig soccer skills of a Sunday and I'd be looking out the window and it'd be all raining and I'd be inside watching Ryan Gig soccer skills and I'd be thinking I'd love to be outside but I'll have to stick with watching another lad outside. Ryan Gig soccer skills was... Uh, I never learned anything off it, to be honest. It was just Ryan Giggs um, doing skills and really young kids and didn't really prove anything. It just proved that kids are shit at football compared to professional athletes. But anyways, you're very welcome to the podcast. Um, I've got a few topics that I wanted to cover. I wrote them down here. I was going to talk about the fear, one night stands, Facebook, and um, I also have time moving faster. Everyone's always on about how time is moving fast now, faster. Even the old pair are always on about that, so I'm trying to figure that one out still. But um, start off with the fear. We've all got it. It's that feeling where, like, you've had too many pints, and the next morning you're in the bed, and you're like, oh, fuck. I'm going to live with this fear for the day. And then sometimes you think, we'll have this fear for a week. Maybe I'll have it for the whole month. But what turns out is that, no, it's just there for the day. It's just your brain saying to you, what the fuck were you at last night? Listen, don't drink as much next time. You won't have any fear. The fear will never call around to your house if you don't drink as much and you don't get as fucked. That's the way to handle the fear, I think. And another friend of mine, um, who's a great man for never getting the fear, he says the secret to never getting the fear is to get up early. So what he does is, even if he goes out and he's out to like three or four, next morning he'll get up, at the very latest he'll get up at like half nine. And he said, even if he's wrecked, he'll get up, he'll move around for a bit, drink a bit of water, stay awake for a few hours, and even if he has to sort of lie down on the couch and fall asleep again, he said, that's the best way to, to get rid of the fears, out, to get out and move a small bit. So probably don't go out running because it's never good to run after a session, but um, get out there and walk around the place. Maybe have a walk down the town, wave at a load of people, as if to say, I'm up and I'm about. The drink can't keep me in bed, by. That's just an idea. Um... But, um, yeah, sure. As I say, the, the drink is the curse, you know? And it's the problem with the drink is that it brings you a lot of good opportunities. You're in the pub, you're having a great time. And, um, you know, you're there with your mates, you're having a bit of conversation. And then you might start talking to a man or a woman, depending on your preference. And, uh, you know, you're flirting away. And you're like, this is fucking brilliant crack. I'll have one more drink. And then you get the other person a drink. And then you're chatting away and you're like, can I kiss you? And then you start kissing, you're like, fucking hell, we're kissing. You know what? I'll have one more drink. And then you have another drink, and you're like, ooh, I'm getting a bit wobbly. And then it's like half two in the morning, you're like, right, fuck it. I'll get a bit of water. And then I won't drink for an hour. You go to the bar, and you're like, give me a pint of Guinness and a shot of whiskey. So you've completely forgotten what your plan was, because you're steamed. Then you start then you start getting dizzy. And you lose, you forget where you were standing before that. And you're like, fuck, no, I'm on my own. And before you know it, you're in coppers at half three in the morning, walking around on your own. Not a clue where everyone is. Your phone is dead. You've got no more money left. And then what you decide to do is the ultimate mistake. You'll go outside and you stand out the front. You go through the bouncers. They see you. They're like, oh, he's fucking steamed. Thank fuck he's leaving. So you go outside. You stand around. You try to put on your phone again, but it's still dead. And then you just start looking at the bouncers going, can I go back in there? And they're like, no, no, you can't. No, you're out now. Just closing in half an hour. Ah, please, my friends are in there. Don't care. Please. 
What's your friend's name? Um, fucking Dave. What's his second name? Oh fuck. Um, Dave. 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 That's not a name. You can't come back in here. Fuck it. Then you start talking to the tuk-tuk drivers. And before you know it, they're selling you a bag of the finest hash. This side of the Shannon. That happened to me before. But uh, not to that. I didn't actually get hash. <laughs> Anyways. We'll keep going. Um, but yeah, it's good. I've wrote down one-night stands here. And I think, you know, Coppers is the mecca for one-night stands. Everyone that's been to Coppers has probably had a one-night stand. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can have a lot of fun with the one-night stand. Just the trick is to make it into a two-night stand and then a, a week-long stand and then a lifelong stand where you get married. Although that's not everyone's plan, but um, um, yeah, many a one-night stand was had in, in coppers, that's for sure. And many a, many a nightclub across the country. I think that's what nightclubs are for, isn't it? You go in there, you get steamed and you're hoping you can shift someone in the corner of a pub. And then if you do that, you're happy as fucking Larry. Maybe you won't have so much fear the next day. But um, at the same time, you're walking a tightrope between getting too drunk and trying to get confident with the drink. I used to go to this club in Galway. It was called uh, Cuba, Cuba Nightclub. And um, myself and another friend, we'd go in there. We'd drink a bottle of Bookfast each before we went in there. And then when we, as soon as we got to the nightclub, we'd go different directions. <laughs> We'd go different directions and we'd walk around the nightclub and um, the nightclub was very big and it was always packed. So <clears throat> I'd be doing laps of the nightclub one way and my friend would be doing laps of the nightclub the other way. And every sort of 45 minutes, I'd see him and he'd see me be like, how are you getting on? Oh, good now, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go for a pint? So we might go for a pint. And we'd be like, right. And he looked like, tonight, no? No, not yet, no. I might go out dancing. Yeah, fuck it, let's go out dancing. And then the two of us go out dancing. Two of us can't dance to save our lives, but when you're on a bottle of Bookfest, you think you're fucking John Travolta. And um, we'd be out the dance floor, dancing away, and then we'd be like, do you want to go for another pint? And you'd be like, no, I'll leave it. I'll go for another walk. So then you'd be walking around, and then you'd do a few more laps, and then you might say to yourself, fuck it, it's getting late now. I need to go over to a table of people and chat to them. God only knows what was going through my fucking mind when I was doing that, and my friend's mind too. But that's what we do. And then anyways... You know, if one of us got stuck into a table and the other one was still doing laps, he'd eventually come past me or vice versa. And then we'd join the table together. And then we'd double up as a chuckle chuckle brother act. To you, to me then. And um, and that'd be it then, really. And hopefully you get the hop. Sometimes you didn't. Most of the time you didn't, to be honest. You'd be going home, frustrated, eating a kebab, going, what, what, hap- what happened tonight? You know? But that's the tightrope that you walk. Because one in every ten nights, then you might get a bit of kissing or whatever, and you'd be like, ah, it's all worth it. But um, another, on another different sort of topic, um, I was reading there yesterday that Facebook, I don't even know if this is interesting or not, but Facebook, because everyone keeps saying to me these days that Facebook's dying, you know? and Because no one's on there anymore. No one really changes their profile picture, or they don't really bother with um, putting up any shit up there. So... I just think that Facebook is dying a slow death. It's such a big machine that um, that it doesn't really seem obvious at the moment. But it's if you look at it really, like no one's really posting, unless it's about Trump or it's about fucking McGregor. That's all you really see on Facebook anymore, you know, or people arguing. So I think people are 
tired of it. It's 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 a small bit toxic. So it seems to me that people are moving over to Instagram and and YouTube is kind of getting bigger, and Facebook is uh, I don't know. It's like grinding to a halt. But apparently, apparently, Facebook are going to integrate their chatting system like uh, their messenger system into whatsapp and instagram because i think they own instagram and actually i think they own whatsapp too so it says here that facebook officer mark zuckerberg is planning to unify the underlying messaging infrastructure of its whatsapp instagram and facebook messenger services and incorporate end-to-end encryption to these apps the new york times reported on friday i think that end-to-end encryption means that your information will be safe which is never the case with facebook is it the three services will however continue as standalone apps the report said citing four people involved in the effort um, facebook did not immediately respond after the changes a facebook user for instance will be able to send an encrypted message to someone who is only a whatsapp account according to the report so if you have if you want to write to your if you want to send a message to your friend on whatsapp but you're too lazy to open your phone and you want to go on facebook then you can do it from there. That's apparently the top and bottom of it, I think. And don't forget, your messages are encrypted. So that information will go nowhere. Fucking bastards. And probably a lad over in America in some hub in the ground. <coughs> wearing an FBI jacket going, What's this cunt been saying? He thinks it's fucking encrypted. Is it? Fuck. But that's the thing, you know. I'm trying to go off Facebook, but I'm tied into it with my whole trying to make it in the social media world so i can't really go off facebook or instagram or youtube but if i wasn't trying to make a career in them then i definitely would give them up you know because they were a bit of a waste of time although they're handy at times but at the same time they're just time fucking wasters i have this app on my phone now and it's called um check your time and it tells me how many hours a day i'm on the phone so i need to cut down on that a small bit it's like two hours two and a half hours three hours if it's a fucking slow day it could be four hours so I'm trying to cut down on that anyways, but um, on a different note, well actually not a different note, but the internet is very good for communicating with people. As you know, you can send a message from Ireland to Australia, be there in two seconds. Or if you were down in Africa and you wanted to send a message up to Sweden, two seconds. Or if, uh, you know, if, 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 if you yeah, were a Nigerian prince and you wanted to give someone money in Ireland, that'd take you five seconds. Small bit of delay with traffic. But um, I put up a question there. By the way, this is the question side of the podcast um, where I answer questions from people that ask me questions. That's how it works. Um, and I'm going to go through some of the questions here now. One guy called Fionn Glowen said, Are the messages still open for the podcast? Well, yeah, they, they were, but unfortunately now they're not because this is the podcast, so I can't um, answer any messages from you now, mate. But send me on one again and I'll answer. Mayor Dublin asks another lad, Alex. I'd have to go, you know what, I'd have to go with Mayo because um, it's beautiful. Not that Dublin is in Dublin's a great great city, great place, lots of sound people. But I'm from Mayo and um, it's in my heart. Oh, the green and red of Mayo, I can see it still. It's soft and croggy boglands, it's lads on the pints. But I do love Mayo, I do love Dublin, but definitely have to give that one to Mayo. Aoife Gordo, what a name. Hi, it's Aoife Gordo. She said to me, not long old question, would you rather eat 365 jambons with spiders and slugs in them, but get to eat the greatest jambon of your life and pass 
on to the next world when you're 55 or never have a jambon again but have everlasting life? It's a very, very deep philosophical question. Um, I'd have to have an everlasting life because then what I could do is I could go out every night of the week. I could uh, smoke as much hash as I wanted and people would be like, oh, be careful there, you're smoking a lot of hash. Ah, don't worry, I'm going to live forever. What? Yeah, I didn't need any jambons. What? See you later. This lad Mark McDonald says to me, Have you ever ventured to or ever met anyone from Monaghan? I did indeed, many a time, Castle Blaney. It's a good old spot. I have some family there. And I tell you one thing, they're hardy dudes up that way. The Monaghan people, huh? Tough bastards. And they, they enjoy the crack, so they do. And um, fine people, strong people, honest people. So yeah, Castle Blaney has been a spot I've been to many a time. And uh, I'd highly recommend it by... Let's see what else they're saying here now. What's the podcast name? It's, you know what? I spent a while there trying to come up with a name for the podcast. Thinking to myself, what will I call this podcast? Well, yeah, I'll call it Just Chatting Podcast. No, no, I'll call it Banter Podcast. And you know what name I came up with? The Podcast. Because I didn't want to be too zany with the name. So... That's what it's called. And um, he also asks me, where can I find it? <clears throat> you can find it on SoundCloud for the moment. iTunes soon enough. That's where I'll be sticking it. Tim McSweeney. I'll answer, I'll answer three or four more. Tim McSweeney said, how many joints do you smoke a day? It varies from day to day, mate. But it could be, oh, it could be two anyways. You know, sometimes three. If it's the weekend, four, five. You know, if it's a good crack, twelve. Uh, Danny Nolan, this is a great question. Best pint of Guinness in Dublin. Also, tell me what you know about Leash. You know, I'm, I actually don't know anything about Leash. I don't know anything. It's the kind of county where you never meet people from there, so I don't know. Where the fuck are you hiding? You know, you're in a pub in Dublin and I never meet anyone from Leash, so it's it's like Leitrim. I never meet anyone from Leitrim. There's a few counties in Ireland where I never meet anyone. So I'd like to meet more Leash and Leitrim people this year. But the best pint of Guinness in Dublin. Um, the best pint again is would have to be the cobblestone. I'd say it's in Smithfield, and they do a bit of nice bit of Irish music at the back there as well. So I definitely recommend that spot. But if you're looking for a pint again, it's with the most crack. It has to be Fibbers. Fibbers on Parnell Street is a mental spot. Great fun. You could be in there any time of the day, and you can enjoy yourself. And uh, I definitely recommend that spot. Fibbers is a great old spot. Everyone in there sm- smokes uh, cigarettes, not hash. When and where was this year's Mitzi Turbo Cup take place? Owen O'Brien. This year's Mr. Turbo Cup took place in uh, Castle Bar, just outside the the main roundabout. It was actually kind of sort of on the roundabout where people were just doing burn-offs in the middle of the roundabout and it was refereed by our local parish priest, Father Gallagher. And um, apparently there was a great turnout this year. Um, 52 lads came down the bus from Donegal and they had a great time. But um, yeah, that was a wild old day. Lots of rowdiness. What else? Any other way? Let's see. Where'd you get the shades? Uh, I don't have any shades. So I don't know why you're asking me that. Let's see what else we got here. Where did I serve my time? I did, I did nine months in a prison in Mayo. There's a prison that just hangs over the Atlantic coast. And they start pushing you towards it if, if you start being cheeky in the prison. So I was in there for, oh, 12 months, yeah. 12 months to a year. Myself and a couple other boys. We got on great, you know. And um, I was in there because what I did was I was going through Mayo Airport 
and they took out my phone and they seen that I'd downloaded loads of dodgy stuff. So they said, you know what, you're going to prison. I was only down- downloading feckin' Mission Impossible movies, but I was selling them on the black market, you know. Are you my father, says J. Rowe. I'm, I could be. Were you in Galway in 1996, or was your mother in Galway in 1996, I should say? Um, and this is, this is the final one I'll answer. Sam McCormack. This is my favourite one. How does it feel to have lads down in Ballina that would do time for you? Tell you one thing, it feels powerful. Because I know that whenever I step off that bus and I'm walking down the high street of Ballina with the shirt open and a nice pair of boots on, I can wave at anyone in that town. And they'll all wave back at me. And that to me is community. And that to me is what I'm after. And I, big shout out to the Ballina boys. Hope to see you boys soon. And we'll go for a couple of fucking pints of water. So that's it guys. Thanks very much for the questions. I'm going to head off now. Hopefully you enjoy your Saturday. And um, what's your plans for the evening? Do let me know on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or Gmail. Write to me. Because sometimes I love reading your messages late at night when I'm in the bath. All over myself. And uh, see you soon guys. Take care. Have a good day.